0: Welcome to the Readings and Ramblings podcast, where we ramble about the Bible and the books we're reading, all from a Christian worldview. We're your hosts, Janice Jones and Shanna Vera, and we invite you to journey with us in our thoughts and exchange of ideas. Our hope is that these conversations will inspire you to read and grow in faith with friends.
1: Hi, Shanna! Hey, Janice. How are you this week? Good. Good. I am excited for this week. We have finished a book, started a new book. I'm like, I've been really... It's been hard for me not to reach out and text you, but I'm like, if I do that, I'm going to ruin the conversation for our podcast. So I've been trying to rein in my excitement over here. Me
0: too. I'm going to have to find a a non-podcast friend who I can talk to before I talk to you. I need to get this out. But no, no, Shannon. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save all that new energy
1: and talk. I've been just I've been writing it actually. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I'm like, I have a thought and I wanna text you and I've just been writing it down. I'm like, no, oh, I'm going to save it. See, now so. I, I
0: haven't been doing that. Now I'm going to do that too, man. I'm gonna carry my book. I mean around. that was
1: that was this week. I don't know what next week is going to look like. <laughs> So no guarantees.
0: I think you're ahead of me on, um, I think on on this on this week because I have no notes, but I have thoughts.
1: <laughs> See, last week I had notes, but I lost my notebook. So, <laughs> I mean, it just depends on the day over here. <laughs> well,
0: why don't we start off with uh, what uh, quote that we have, something, anything that we've read from this week or the Bible. Or any books or anything, poetry, whatever, that we want to share for this week.
1: Alright, do you want me to go first? Yes, please. Please. Okay, so I have been reading actually I haven't been reading. I've been listening to it. I've been doing an audio book at night. It's called Made for the Journey by Elizabeth Elliot. Mm, I've heard of her. And I I really I enjoy a lot of quotes from her. I actually follow mm. her on a page on Facebook where she's just like they post quotes from her. And I always find her so impressive. So I kind of put her on my list of, like, somebody who I'd want to read. And uh, one of her quotes that I was just, like, found really, I don't know, I wrote it down, was, God's story doesn't end in ashes. Ooh. And I just thought that was such an optimistic way to think about things. Like, when things are not what they feel like they should be or how we want them to be. Right, right just to constantly remember the bigger picture of like, this story doesn't end in ashes. Like there's a happy ending. Even if, you know, we're, we kind of have become so cynical where we feel like there's no such thing as happy endings. And you know, you're not going to get the dream come true, but that's not true. You know, God's story doesn't end in ashes. So for me, that that was my quote that I wrote down that I wanted to share with you.
0: I absolutely love that. And you know what, when you said it, it made me think of, you know, how, um, Adam created from, you know, from dirt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, God took that and made that into a person. And then when we die, we go back to, we go back to that, but yep. it, our story doesn't end. That's, that's our story doesn't end that way. And I love that. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if you don't have that hope. You know, like yeah. there's many people who don't know God or reject God for
1: whatever whatever reason. Yeah, to think that this life is all there is yes. could be pretty depressing. Yes, exactly. That's why I love
0: that because no, it does not end in, in hope. That's why I enjoy, I've really been enjoy reading the Bible um, this, this time around again. Because it, it reminds you that God is faithful. You know, he is a God who keeps his promises and eternal life is his promise. So,
1: yes, our, mm-hmm. our life does yep. not end in ashes. And that's so beautiful. I'm so glad you shared that. And I feel like coming from her, knowing a little bit about her story, you know, her husband was a missionary and he was murdered in the field. Oh. Um, so... Her being able to say that too,
0: yes,
1: is even more powerful oh, yes. to go through something like that to yep. be young, to be married, and to lose your spouse, and to be able to say that with such confidence is like wow,
0: yes, <laughs> so oh, I love that! Thank you for sharing that. Now, my quote, if I can find it. <laughs> it's actually on a on a different note because my quote this week comes from Benjamin Franklin, which I have ah. to tell you, Shanna, if he was alive, I would totally be his best friend.
1: I would yes. try to be his
0: best friend because he's. So I odd. am so
1: <laughs> impressed by him. <laughs> Me too. And he's so orderly in the yes. way that he conducts everything. Yes. I mean, I think we all could use a little bit more Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> and the fact that,
0: and, and the fact that he was a Christian too, you know, like you, some people, you may think, you know, with all that wisdom, you know, um, that they, he would reject God or think, you know. I don't need God or anything, but God was such an important part of anything that of of almost all that he did that, that really made me like him, (laughs) you know, and he was a well-respected man that people liked and came, you know, like he wrote his, um, he wrote his, uh, what was it, uh, Poor Richard, and he wrote... Yeah, The, the Almanac. Know. Yeah, so I'm like, I I am totally a Ben Franklin fan. But second to Me Paul, um, from the Bible, I think he's the, <laughs> I, he would be someone that I would totally want to meet. So when we go to heaven, I'll be looking for those two. Say <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Ben. Now if I can only find my quote. Then I can tell you what it is, because obviously today I am not as organized as you because I can't find my quote. And I thought I put it in my commonplace book, but I well, guess not. while you're I looking for not. it,
1: let me tell you a story about how I thought I was doing so well today and I didn't. Good. Um, so I have picked up the hobby of cutting the boy's hair since COVID because, you know, I was... We couldn't get haircuts for a while. Yep. And so I was like, all right, I need to do it myself. I got to get brave and do it. So I was doing it. And then I realized, wow, I'm saving so much money by cutting five children's hair. I mean, really, that's just. <laughs> it's a lot of hair, Shanna. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of hair. It's expensive, <laughs> that hair. So I was like, really, I should just do this from now on because <laughs> budget wise, this makes a lot more sense. Yep. So I was going to cut their hair today. So I was trying to be ahead of the game, get myself together. I put on a movie because I'm like, if they're sitting and watching a movie, I can cut their hair. I told them if they did a good job and they were all done, I give them a piece of candy. Like, we had the whole thing set up. <laughs> I did hair number one. I did hair number two. I did hair number three. I did hair number four. And I, in between each child, I, you know, gave them a quick bath and got them all changed. Oh, you were, were like, on point. Yeah, I felt oh, really good. i like should. I am <laughs> I'm giving you a nailing stinger. this today. <laughs> So then I'm vacuuming up the floor, you know, because there's hair everywhere and I'm cleaning up everything and Roman's behind me and he goes, mommy, I cut my hair. And I'm like, yeah, mommy cut your hair. That's right. But I turn around and the boy has a pair of scissors and he had cut a chunk off the top of his hair no! after I had cut it. Yes yep so that was my success story wow <laughs> and, and I thought I had done so I was like trying to put everything away and clean everything up somehow i had missed a pair of scissors he grabbed them and knew and how thought, to use it yeah he just thought well I had been cutting his hair so I guess he was like if mommy can do it so can I oh man well just d- yeah. how does it look it looks bad <laughs> it looks <laughs> bad. It's like someone cut a chunk of hair off the top of his head and I'm like the worst part is, is everyone's gonna know I just cut the boy's hair and Then they're going to look at Roman and be like, was that the first one? Was that pancake? You know, that that first pancake? They're like, "Um, like, oh. no, I did not do that. He looked normal when I was done.
0: You got to get a t-shirt that says, I did not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're thinking, I did not do that.
1: (laughs) that. The front will
0: say, I did not do that. And the back will say, I know you're thinking it.
1: (laughs) you know how they say pride cometh before a fall oh well, you know, yeah i was feeling real good about myself thanks I like, roman so organized i got this down to a science i was about I to say like. you
0: you could you could take this up weekly and just kind of <laughs> roll with it right
1: and then that happened and well. all my confidence sank and i became back to mortal
0: <laughs> it was good for the moment yeah yeah <laughs>
1: We'll hold on to that moment.
0: Uh (laughs) I love it. Well, I finally found my my quote, so thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So this one was an interesting one. It says, necessity never made a good bargain.
1: Oh, yes. Necessity
0: never made a good bargain. How many
1: times did that happen where you're just like, I need this now, so I'm not going to worry about the deal. I'm just going to buy this. Yes. And it's funny.
0: and that's what that's actually, you know, when he was seven years old, he was saying uh, he it was ho- it was the holidays time and he had gotten some money from all his friends. And so he ran to the toy store and he immediately saw this whistle, I guess a tin whistle that someone was playing and he fell in love with it. And he gave the, the, the seller all of his money. <laughs> oh wow. And this and of course he took it and then when he got home and told everyone what he paid for it they were like laughing at him and they're like, "Oh my goodness, you overpaid for that whistle." Uh-huh. Oh. And then he's like all upset and crying because <laughs> <laughs> the whistle wasn't as good anymore knowing that he overpaid for it. Yeah. <laughs> so he said he learned that lesson and he and in the little saying that he came up with is don't give too much for the whistle. <laughs> and so, like, whenever he saw anybody, like he said, um, he said, if I knew a miser who gave up every kind of comfortable living, all the pleasures of doing good to others, all the esteem of his fellow citizens, and the joy of benevolent um benevolent friendships for the sake of accumulating weight wealth, poor man, said I, you paid too much for your whistle. <laughs> <laughs> so he would always say that he said if i saw a woman who you know married a grouchy man or a miserable man for money uh, i would think she paid too much for yeah. that
1: whistle <laughs> i have to agree
0: so actually that should be my quote not the other one yeah. <laughs> you but paid both, too much debt
1: for that whistle <laughs> both of those are actually very true
0: yeah so i like i said i am a big benjamin franklin fan so I haven't added that one to my Commonplace book, but it's definitely going in there. A lot of wisdom there.
1: I feel like a lot of the things he said could be famous quotes. (laughs) I know.
0: That's what I would have have loved to just, like, you know, in the evenings after dinner or after supper, you know, have some tea with Ben and just, you know, talk about life, you know? Yeah. Tell him my problems and he would just solve them all for me with some good quotes. (laughs) That would be,
1: uh, yeah, real
0: fantastic. (laughs) So what are you studying this week for Bible?
1: Um, all right. So with my Bible study group, we just finished Isaiah. Oh, you finished it. Yeah. And it's funny because I didn't really remember how Isaiah ended because I haven't read it in a while, I guess. And uh, it ends with like the promise of heaven. Yep. But then also like the last verses are like the promise of hell. Which oh. I kind of forgot about that. It was like uh-huh. an interesting note to end on. <laughs> Now, see, you
0: make. I tell you, you make me want to read Isaiah again ahead of schedule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will be reading it again with our reading through the Bible in two years. But um, I really enjoyed going through it. But the ending, I was just like, wow, I don't know. I guess. Was that a prophecy? That way, like
0: that was one of his prophecies?
1: Um. I guess that was his, yeah, no, that was his prophecy. Everything. Yeah. Everything that he saw or God showed to him, he spoke. So it must've been revealed to him. He was able to see that. And so he put it in there.
0: Hmm. You know, this week, um, I think I was telling you before I, I had, um, I, I'm now part of my church's, uh, board, board of outreach. And so each week I'll be writing a blog post for, for the website and, uh the blog post that i wrote actually in the lutheran church you have usually they'll read um from the old testament and then the epistle and then um from something from the gospel and so this week what the the old testament was a a reading from isaiah it was actually the beginning of isaiah and it's like oh shit uh, okay. reading isaiah but it was yeah. it, if you remember it was like when he he saw Uh, God gave him a vision and he saw, he was like, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the, like, he was describing the angels that were around him. Mm -hmm. And then he just said, Oh, Lord, my lips are are so unclean. And he touches um,
1: them. Yes.
0: And he touched them and he, and then what he said was, and when the Lord said, "Who shall I send?" and He was and like, he's
1: saying, "Me, pick yes, me!" Yes,
0: yes, send me. I love that. Yeah, I, I actually love. I that. wish I
1: had that willing spirit sometimes. <sighs> I know, like I, I think I've, I'm the one that shrinks in the back. Like, hopefully, no one notices me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I I felt that way a lot, be, and but I've been praying for the I've been praying for the courage to not. To like, I feel that way too, Shanna. So I've been praying, like you know, um, give me the courage to you know be bold for the gospel and to say, yes. to say, send me, you know. Yes. And yes. so um, it, it was very inspiring to read it, and I, you know, my the 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 title of the the post was um, here I am, send me or Lord, send me. or was something like something like that, but yeah. it was just saying you know to yeah. have hope. You know, it talked about the, like, like I said, the Old Testament reading was Isaiah and then the epistle was, um, was when, I think it was Luke. Luke was, it was either, no, I think it was Peter. Peter was talking to, this was after um, Jesus had ascended and the Pentecost um, happened. And uh, I think he was talking about just being, you know, being bold for Christ, you know, and, and then, we, and then it, the the gospel reading was talking about Jesus, Jesus talking to Nicodemus when Nicodemus was like how, you know, Jesus was like, in order to enter to, into heaven, you need to be born again. Yeah, you know, And he's like, how do how I, I yeah. enter my mother's <laughs> womb? <the second laughs> yes. <time." laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was a rich reading because, you know, in order to write. You really have to think about how are they all connected and um, and what they meant. But my favorite was when Isaiah was like, you know, "Send me, Lord." I was like, mm-hmm. I want to be that person that I will be like, "Send me, Lord," you know. So I've been. It makes I don't. It makes reading, you know, like I I feel like so hungry for the word, and I've just I've just been enjoying reading. So that was my my reading for scripture. <laughs> uh All this right, week. what are you up
1: to in numbers? I think I'm still behind you. What are you, what are you up I to? am
0: up to in in numbers, I'm up to numbers, I think it's twenty nine right now. Um uh, bear with me because I do my own reading and then I do reading with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think um I think I'm ahead, but with the kids in what I'm reading here. But I'm at numbers thirty three.
1: and oh, numbers okay. thirty four. So I just finished reading Where the Earth Opens Up.
0: Oh, Cora.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was that wasn't that crazy? It's like how yeah. are you
0: standing against uh, Actually, where I think they were fighting about, you know, like who does God um, you know, speak to more? Is that the yeah. ones where he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're talking about Moses like you're thinking you're so special cuz God speaks to you, but we're all special."
1: <laughs> And then the earth opens up and swallows uh, them, and I'm I like, mean, wow. it's like, okay, well, yeah, um, I'm I gonna be on this the side, Old Testament, <laughs> I'm sure. There's been times where God's wanted to swallow me up in the earth. I know.
0: You know, I say the same thing because, you know, every time you want to look at the Israelites and say, oh, come on. But yeah, I know there's something modern.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Equivalent to that. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, okay,
0: thank you for not doing that to me because I know I probably deserve it at some point.
1: Well, I've had those moments where I wish God would open up the earth and swallow certain people. So I've, I <laughs> I and you know what? I've it's, been on both sides of that.
0: <laughs> it's true and it's like, you know what? If he was to do that for them, then I'm no different because right. you know, when he when he's looking at them and looking at me, I may be thinking that, well, I'm not that bad, but, you know, unrighteous is unrighteous, you know, in God's eyes. So I'm glad that he doesn't always issue immediate judgment because they sure did see it. But it yeah, made it, it very it. clear, like, you know, look, Moses is my servant. He is the one that I'm speaking through. He's the one that I've chosen. Stop trying to, you know, it remind. you know what it reminded me of? Miriam. Remember when Miriam was like, oh, yeah, she was... Um, she said something about Moses's wife and then she, she ended up with leprosy. And that ended one? up yeah. with
1: leprosy. Right. Yep.
0: And so it's like, didn't y'all remember what happened to Miriam? Yes, <laughs> But I guess it's, I don't know, but, um, yeah, that but was... it was funny
1: cause I, I was reading with the boys in their devotions and it was talking about how we can't be quick to hatred or anger, you know, yep. to put that away. And, uh, where to put on, you know, charity and everything else, and it was just, you know, the examples of like Jesus on this earth, he didn't come and show hatred towards the sinners, no, that's who he spent his time with. So but he true. would just say to them, Repent and sin no more. Yes, you know, it was like we look at somebody. Living a certain lifestyle or making certain choices, and we immediately want to disassociate ourselves with them and be like, Oh, you know, I yes. would never be that person, or they're too far gone. Right. And we cast our own judgments and our own feelings on it, but that's not what we're called to do. You no. know, like, Your judgment is mine, says the Lord. You know, it's like, and that's really. So it was a good reminder after reading that where the earth swallowed people up and then to be reading <laughs> I was like, All right, it's a good balance.
0: You know, and I think I think that's the joy in in reading the Bible is that it you know, it's a mirror to see, okay, my stuff is not that great. <laughs> you know, you think you are, but uh, here's a here's a verse that reminds you of why you needed to be redeemed and why you know, why we needed to be saved, you know. So, yeah.
1: But it oh, makes me want to also try. in Isaiah, I didn't write this down, but I just remembered it, I have yep. to tell you. So I was reading the end of Isaiah, and it goes about, it talks about, you know, it often shows God as, like, the parent, and Israel as the child. They use a lot of imagery. Yep. And he constantly refers to, like, as a baby almost. And I had such a, like aha moment or even just feeling the pressure of it because I think I find myself getting frustrated with my kids especially when they're sinning the same sin
0: yeah you
1: know where it's like they make that mistake and you talk to them about it and then they turn around and do it again and you're just like that's not true like sorry because you're doing it again you know and then it's like Do do I forgive them? Should I forgive them? Because they're not actually sorry. Because they're not showing any repentance. They're not trying to do the right thing. And you kind of start to feel all kinds of emotions. And the end of Isaiah... He talks about the cycle that he's dealt with with Israel: how mm. you turn against me, you forget me, things don't go well, and suddenly you're crying out my name. Yes. But I forgive you. Yes. And 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 then it's like you know you repent and I forgive you and then I restore you, yes. and then you sin against me again and it's like a circle. <laughs> it is. Um, but I was just like, wow, that's motherhood. Like that yeah. to me was motherhood because. Yep you want to give up. You're just like, you're never going to listen. You're never going to do the right thing. You know, it's like, I tell you 10 times and you don't do it right. And it's like, you know, and then you, you, your feelings get hurt because you're just like, don't you care? I'm telling you how this affects me and how it affects our relationship. And you're still doing the wrong thing. Yes. But then I look at Israel and I look at God and I'm like, that's the example he has left for us. If they turn and they ask for forgiveness, you let them repent and you forgive and you restore that relationship. I, so.
0: I think that's what makes it so much easier to trust in God because he yeah. is faithful, you know, like yeah. each and every time he would forgive, Yeah. you know, and it's like, well, if he can do that each and every time. And he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, then mm-hmm. I can trust in him. Yeah. You know, I can trust that he keeps his word, you know, that he does forgive. It, it, that story reminds me of the one in the New Testament. Can't remember who, if it was Jesus was speaking, but maybe you can help me with it. Um, where he was like, How many times should I forgive the person? And he was right. like, seven hundred and seventy times yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, and it was just like very clear that. You know, forgiveness is a huge part of God's character. And my, don't we need it, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And the thing is, that's interesting, is when I look at my child and I forgive them, it's in the hopes that they're going to not make that same mistake or same decision or different choice. But God knows beginning to end. So like, especially with Israel, he knew where they were headed. He knew what they were going to do. He knew what they were going to do again and again. But in that moment, that's all he focused on was that yes. moment. And I think for me, too, when I'm dealing with my children, it's not to think, oh, are you going to do it again? Or, you know, are we going to be back here in a week from now with the same problem? But it's the here and the now. This is where we're at right now. This is what I'm dealing with right now. And I can't judge what hasn't even happened yet. It's no. like if God isn't going to,
0: who am yes. I? So, I do that, too. You know, you start thinking about the future so you're oh, so yeah. you're harsher in your. And your punishment, you know, because you're thinking like this can lead to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. And it's like, no, no. Well, let's focus on today. <laughs> I have to, I, you know, honestly, I do have to remind myself because you know you're 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 thinking about, you know, their future, and it's like you know you have no control in terms yeah. of what they're going to do after you know they leave you and so you're like trying to get in all of that in now (laughs) like you got to get it
1: right now but i know and there's that that pressure people are like oh their hearts are moldable now and you have so you feel that pressure of like i have to do it now you know or i could lose them forever and there's a lot of pressure out there to like do it right the first
0: time <laughs> but you know what's interesting it's like and there is that pressure and then it's like you know uh, for every day that we're alive that we're breathing you know god has a chance to work on on our hearts so yeah. it's like yes yes you know they're they're moldable when they're younger, but, you know, the it's a journey. It's not like this, I, mean, I, I gotta get myself, it all before
1: 18. <laughs> I came to Christ later, so yes. it's obviously possible, and exactly. I don't know why I had that mentality, but it's definitely there. <laughs> but what I find so amazing is I can read a book like Isaiah, where it just seems like, oh, there's a lot of wars, and the Israelites are being taken over, and Jerusalem's being destroyed, and you can get caught up in the history, and I actually love the history. Yes. But I read it. And I'm like, this is God's message about parenting to me. Like, that's what I heard. That's what spoke to me. And I'm like, whoa, you know, it's like amazing how that was a personal message. And that's what I needed to hear because I was going through my own struggle in that moment. And I was like, that's what I needed right now. (laughs) So that's just amazing.
0: And that's how it's like, isn't it timeless? Like, you know, you would you wouldn't even think that you know, um, in reading Isaiah, that that's what you would get,
1: you know? Yeah. That wasn't my anticipation. I didn't (laughs) go in there with that mindset of like, all right, (laughs) this is going to be my answer. You know, yeah, it's just, it was so clear uh, that I was like, I walked away like, wow. (laughs) I know. And that's, I, it's like, I, I encourage
0: anybody we both do, you know, if you have not started to read the Bible, you know, read it and find a friend who will read it with you. Yeah. Or come join us and read it with us and we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it, it is a it is it is a life changing book, um, more so because it's the word of God, you know, and it's in Romans one when he talks about renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. and It's like this is how your mind gets renewed by staying in his word you know, I never used to understand that. Like, how is he going to renew my mind? I'm very stubborn. But <laughs> <laughs> but even my little stubborn thick head, um, <laughs> God can get through and it encouraged me. It, en- it encourages me
1: to continue to read.
0: And I do still pray for that. I always say, please give me the desire to read the Bible because you know, life can get.
1: Yeah, um, I think sometimes I open it and I'm not wholeheartedly. It's more like I got to check this off my boxes today, so I'm going to do this. And then when something hits you, you have that guilt of like, oh, and I wasn't even enthusiastic about it,
0: you know? You know what so. helps? is like when you, when your friend reads it and you're like, oh, I
1: totally missed that. I gotta go yeah. back and catch that. I know when somebody says something and I have a little bit of guilt about that, I'm like, oh, oh. I, didn't get, I didn't glean anything from that. You got all of that. I'm like, what was I doing while I was reading today? But that was, but that's see, that
0: to me is motivating and good because it's like, yes. oh, I totally missed that. Now I have yep. to read, because you'll do that. You'll You'll, you'll like, you'll send a text. I'm like, this is what I got, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I totally missed that. Then I have to go back. You know what I do? I go back and I read it because I'm like, yep. I want to get that too. And I'm like,
1: ah, oh, I see what she said. So, yeah, this, is why it's,
0: this is why it's good to read with someone. You know? It does
1: make a difference. It, <laughs> it really difference. does. Because there's been quite a few times where somebody has commented in our group and then said something, and I'm like, oh, I want to see that. And I want to yes. go back and see it. So,
0: yes. I,
1: I don't always read with the best of intentions, I think, and so that helps me. <laughs>
0: me too. On and I track. think God gets that, and maybe, um, maybe that's why it's. I think. I think some days it's. You know, uh, maybe just because we're human, it's going. It's going to be like, okay, that was just a reading, but I think as long as we continue, so that's why I say. Just, I pray and I say, just give me the desire to read, because I know yeah. once I keep reading, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to get what He wants to give me. You know. Yeah, so,
1: definitely. Uh,
0: I'm. I'm loving it. So I'm looking forward to whatever we're going to be reading next.
1: Did I you did... start reading Hosea? I did. I did. Okay. Did you? Me too. Oh I wasn't goodness, sure I if we were sure. allowed to talk about it now because it does pertain to the book we've started. Yes. Yes. Um, and also we didn't talk about the ending of Jane Eyre. So I yes. wasn't sure. I'm like, do I mention Hosea and get no, straight into think... our book? Should I? <laughs> should we finish up Jane Eyre once and for all? Yeah. Until we read it again. Until we read it
0: again because the book is a beautiful beautifully written book is meant to be written read more than once so yes. it will be back <laughs> yes back on, it's already, you know on the,
1: it's already on my list again <laughs>
0: i was gonna say shannon you know what i i watched a version of of jane Eyre on tv i started it wasn't it was uh i don't know which version it wasn't a version that i normally watch because they okay. wanted me to pay for it and i didn't want to yes pay for it. <laughs> yes <laughs> Not, not that naming, it was that much, but I just didn't names, want to Not <laughs> but Prime. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I don't know. I just didn't feel like paying for it.
1: So I, I didn't. But they was... I watched the free version, too, and I couldn't really get into it. They changed me so much.
0: Either. I was
1: like annoyed. I'm sitting there like, that didn't happen. That's not the way That's it happened. What, and, they, and they changed the language, too. And I'm like, why did you change the language?
0: That's not what, like, oh, my goodness. Like, one of the scenes, remember when they were in... Um, This was after she came back from visiting her aunt and they were walking in the garden. I mean, it was such a rich conversation there where she was like, you know, she told him that she loved him. And to be honest, I
1: I didn't finish the movie, so (laughs) I didn't get that far. (laughs) Well, listen, (laughs) I actually sat
0: through it, but I was like, okay, well, number one, you y'all left out the they left out stuff. But I understand it is a movie, so they can't do everything. But they did leave out. Like her, um, like her. Where did that and- movie start? Did it start with her already at Lowood? No, actually, this one started with her, um, home. This oh, okay. one started with Mister Brocklehurst coming to the house, and she was. So um,
1: I was so upset. The one that I watched, they're dropping her off at Lowood Institute, and I'm like, her aunt, the cousins. None of it was even. I and I didn't watch oh, the end of it, so I was yes. like, how are they gonna even incorporate all of this? Since they left out. This huge chunk of the book. I thought that was really weird. Maybe that's
0: the one. Because, yes, because it was like, no, no, I saw that. Was that in black and white? Was yours uh, in black I and white? I think it was in color. Yeah, it was, it was in, in color. Because color. I had started one and I was like, no, I don't like this. And I stopped yeah. it. And then yeah, I found one. I think that's the one I was
1: watching and I didn't okay. finish
0: it because I was like, eh. Yeah, like, and then she was in the classroom and they had her standing on the chair. Yeah, yeah and then like, they no. cut her hair. I was like,
1: they didn't yes, cut, was cut her like, hair in oh, the that book. That was
0: the one I did not finish because I'm like, Ugh. they never cut Jane's hair. Jane's yeah. hair was not cut. That
1: is not, yeah. why do they have to pick...
0: Th- I was like, I can't. You either you're gonna yeah. stay to the story
1: and leave some stuff out, but you can't go changing up Jane's air story. And the <laughs> one of my favorite quotes from the whole thing is when she's talking to Mr. Brocklehurst and he says, Do you know how you can keep from going to hell? And she says, Yes, I must stay well and not get sick and die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm like, that was like the best thing in the whole they book took and that took that out.
0: Okay, so that was not that was the one I stopped. I did not watch that either. Okay. Once they once they cut Jane's hair, I was like, Okay okay, we're not staying true to the story again. So uh, there was another one. It was on IMDb. Um,
1: I did watch further into that one. And the conversation between her and Mr. Rochester were actually pretty accurate in that one. one. Everything else... No, the one that starts off with the oh and, oh, but go everything us. else was like a mess. But that they kept pretty accurate. But I didn't okay. finish the the movie, so I'm not going to recommend that one. <laughs>
0: no, I like I said after she after they cut her hair, I was like I can't because that's that's not what happened in the story. Uh, yeah. Again, I can I can see if you cut stuff out, but don't go changing. Yeah, like, especially changing something the so story. minor like that. Like yeah. why would you even include that if it was you know? Not it, in the anyway, book. I just but the one on IMDb, I will say it was close to the story
1: okay it was
0: it was very close to the story the only thing like i said would be the language like they kind of modernized it a yeah, little bit okay and so i was just looking for that richness of you know of how they spoke and you know that connection that she had with it, i think a lot of their connection was just between the between the words that they said you know yep.
1: yeah and so
0: the fact that they cut they made it modern it, it felt I don't know
1: I, I might I just have to pay and watch the one I wanted to watch we'll but see. even the one
0: but you know not for nothing even I think I think I'm gonna hold off because I okay. even the one that I really like they start with her being with um Senjin's family and then they do everything as uh oh.
1: as a as a
0: um like memory like her childhood. Yeah. They, then they oh, go back in time. Okay. I think I, I just read it and loved it. So anything right now that's I not know. It, that's it, how is, it always is for
1: me. I'm always so, like, ugh the movie's no good. But yeah. I,
0: Maybe like a couple of months later yeah. I might be able to watch it but not right now and I'm so in love with the book yeah. I can't. <laughs> so where do we leave off? Like I lastly? did
1: finish it. I know you finished it already. I yes. actually just finished it. Okay. Um
0: what did you think? What did you love? What stood out to you? <laughs>
1: I loved all of it. I think it's just so Jane of her, the way she came back. And then instead of announcing herself, she pretends to be the maid oh, and she brings him yes. a drink of water. Yes. And then he's like, he's like, Mary, is that you? And she's just like, I have your water. Like, she doesn't say, no, it's me, Jane. Like, yes. she keeps playing. And like, he realizes, he's like... It's Jane's voice, and he's, yeah, he thinks that, like, she's either, like, a ghost or he's in a dream, and he doesn't want her to leave, and she's like, no, I'm really here. I just thought that was very Jane of her to do it in that way, because normally people would just be like, it's me, Jane, but no, not not, them. not Jane. They always do things so strange. Yes, that reminds me. Oh, and then I love the fact that, like, you know, he's burnt and, like, uglier than ever, and she says something about him being hideous, and I was like, oh, she would Jane say that too. to him. And then, oh, he says, "Are you? am I hideous to you? And she says something about like, well, you never were very attractive or something. No, it was no. just such a like honest answer. I was like, "But then, so cruel. But no, but you know what? I
0: love that because he knows that she's not treating him any different because right. this is what she would have said to him before or yeah. she has said to him before, yeah. you know, like we're, we, we have a, 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 a relationship that transcend you know the superficial talk you
1: know? and then she compares him to uh king nebuchadnezzar and tells him you know you look like a wild animal and your hair looks <laughs> like the feathers and like you remember when nebuchadnezzar <laughs> goes mad for those like seven years and he wanders the field like a beast from uh daniel from the story of daniel and she compares yeah. him to that and i'm like wow that's kind of cool so she that is that, that was taking it
0: another level yeah i was
1: like <laughs> like the whole like interaction between them was just so weird but i thought it was good because again
0: you to enter in if she would have wrote it any differently yeah. then he would have thought that she was pitying him like oh yeah, you're staying he, with me out of pity. He wouldn't have been able
1: to handle that. No. I loved it. I love the whole conversation. I was laughing through the whole thing. I was just like finally the- this is the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> I know.
0: And I love that she got them back together. Um Bronte. But mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't anything she didn't compromise there was was no values yes
1: but you know like things were never going to be as beautiful as jane had originally hoped because but she but so much but jane yeah jane felt like it was even better than it could have been and i was like wow that's
0: the yes it it reminds me like you know um i think it's paul in in one of the uh, epistles where he says you know sometimes god will give you know, like, you ask for something, but he gives you so much more that you couldn't even have thought to ask, you know. Like, it's more than what you even asked for. Yep. And it's like she I, – I felt that with her, you know, at, at the end. And, th- and then the fact that he, you know, he partially regains his eyesight and he's able and he's to see able to their firstborn. First yes. yes. I was like, oh, redemption. Such yep. redemption. <laughs> and I think he was softer towards, you know, like, before. Like, I don't think he – like he, he wasn't very religious. I don't, you know, it, it, prior to all of this. Yeah. But though he did make allusions to things in the Bible, like you was, you had mentioned, yeah. I think before. So he did know of the Bible, but he didn't yeah. strike me as like someone who would be worried. And he does
1: tell her, like, I prayed out, you know, he did. And that's the night when she heard him. Yes. She was He's like, I know you won't believe this, but I, I prayed out and I asked for you. And like, you know. Oh. <sighs> And then she's and such like, such a change in character. Answered, you arrive like right after that. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Like you so. could
0: see him. They like, she didn't she didn't say it, but you could see where he would have a change of heart about yep. God or about faith, you know, just um yep. just through that experience. The fact that he could be redeemed, you know, even um the fact that he could be redeemed even with uh you know, all that he's been, all that he's done, you know, because he was married when he was, you know, having all these different affairs and things like that, and mm-hmm. never thinking that he would receive love, real true love.
1: And I think he had finally given up hope that his life would ever be good.
0: Yes. You know,
1: especially after the fire, he lost everything in his sight and his hand. And he's just kind of at a point where like, this is it, like, I am, go- I am doomed to live like this until I die. And just to have that and then it all like just turn around for him, if she came back.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I wonder. I don't know if this was her intention, but it makes me think of, you know, the redemption story of Jesus. You know, yeah. like so many of us feel like you know there's nothing good about me that a God that a God or our, that a Creator would want me. You know, mm-hmm. but the fact that He does, you know, and He. He's, but he's not going to take, he you can anywhere. see us,
1: he can see us for who we are and still love us. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. You know, and that's, that's the kind of relationship that Jane had with, um,
1: Mr. Rochester, with Mr.
0: Rochester. you know, she saw, she saw him. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't about his money or his, you know, his is, you know, his material things. It was about him. She loved talking to him.
1: And she she told him she didn't need his money anymore. She was, you know, yes, (laughs) a well-off woman.
0: (laughs) She was with her 30,000 or her 10,000 pounds. Yeah. But she shared it with her cousins, which I thought was very kind of her, too. I, I, I think I mean she's a she's a one of a kind woman. You don't really find many characters like Jane. I haven't found a similar character in any books that I've read, uh, like like Jane. I yeah, I really admire that character. She did a great job in creating her.
1: Yeah, Ugh. it was good. And then yeah. Sinjin's ending—he just like died in India, but
0: yeah. I wonder what was the meaning behind, like, what was the purpose of Sinjin? in her story like what did you think like like why did she write singen the way that she did
1: maybe she needed us to know that like she actually had true love for mr rochester Mm. she shows a lot of parallels of like this man who's very in control of her and and offers to marry her And this time, Jane doesn't say yes to kind of show there's more to it. Jane wasn't just going to say yes to anybody. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that she was so desperate to be loved by somebody or even married to somebody. She could handle being alone and being on her own. I think we needed to know that because she comes from an orphanage into this house with, like, the first man she's ever met. And suddenly she's, like, in love with him. I know. (laughs) So I think maybe we needed to see that it wasn't just, like her desperation but it was just a genuine she met him and that was her true love (laughs) and you know that's a that's an excellent point because that's
0: really like if you were to you know write the back cover of uh what Jane Eyre was about you know it you know she it was really a story of a a girl who was desperate to be loved you know Uh, you remember the scene where she went to visit the aunt and the aunt didn't realize it was Jane and she Mm -hmm. was just talking so badly about her I didn't like her I didn't want her I couldn't love this child and I was stuck with her I mean it was Horrible! I thought Jane handled that very well, for the record, because yeah. um, she still cared for her. She didn't yeah. even say she didn't even uh, make it known that she was Jane. Mm-hmm. But you you know, it's like she she felt that as a child, she knew that she wasn't yeah. loved and cared for, and then to hear the aunt reinforce that. And then here's when she went to Mister Rochester's house. That was her first time of just experiencing what it's like to be an equal to someone. You know, like yeah. he treated her as an equal. And to have a good conversation and to just like this person of the opposite sex who you could really see yourself like that's like this is I could I could see myself marrying this man Mm -hmm. and then to have it thrown away, you know, because she didn't know that she didn't know how the story is going to end. But she picked her morals, um, uh, principles over the true love that she so desperately Desperately yeah. wanted. I thought that was uh, courageous. You know, to because, you know, you think about anything that you desperately want. You know, a lot of times, you you know, if I think about in my youth, there's things that I desperately want to you compromise because yeah, you, you think reason, that you,
1: you make it seem OK. Yeah, it's not so bad. There's you know? exceptions. And yes,
0: yep. yes. And then you realize at the end of it, like, no, you know, this is not what I wanted or I got this. And this is, you know, but I. I'm not happy because I had to compromise my principles or my values for it. And I love that she showed a woman that, uh, you know, that that she didn't have to do that. I mean, and, and, and show that it's painful. Like making, you know, it wasn't like Jane was like, oh, I made this choice. And now my life is happy, happy, happy. She still yearned for him, you know, even though she, you know, even though she left, you know, so it wasn't like this was an easy decision. And it reminds you, like some of the decisions that we have to make, are not going to be easy, (laughs) but, but it's still the right thing to do. If you know what the, if you know what it is, you know, especially as Christians being obedient to what God is asking us to do. It it doesn't mean that you're going to walk away necessarily in being like, Oh, this is happy. I'm happy about it. But it shows you that you can live with it. You know, it reminds me of that verse where God said, there's no temptation known to man that, um, what is it? There's no temptation. You know what I'm talking about? There's no temptation no. known to man that has never been something. But then he says, you know, if it, wherever there is a temptation, there's always a way out. God yes. always provides yes. a way. You yes. know what I'm talking, about? talking about? Yes. That. Uh, and so um, here it is, the temptation of being with a, a man that you love, even though he's married, you know? And so he's like willing to put you, put her up in the house and, you know, um, You know, we can just travel. No one has to know, you know, Mm -hmm. like, so you keep, but she had a a way out and the way out was to leave and she actually did it. Yeah. As much as it, as it pained her, she, I mean, just amazing. Like I said, I haven't read a story where the, the, the main character, you know, made that kind of decision, you know? Yeah. So she was
1: definitely somebody to admire and look up to. Yeah. I know that in the end,
0: it still work out for her. I'm glad. And that now she-
1: we are reading a book where the woman is complete opposite. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: <laughs> Very interesting book to follow. Jane. Eyre.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. Trans. Yes. So let's talk about. Um, oh, so wait, before we do that, mm-hmm. would you rate? Would you recommend Jane Eyre?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would too. I think anyone who, and not because it's a classic, even
1: though it is. But it's just um, so well written and the characters are so well developed oh. and just so much that can be gleaned from it. Like really, yes. I feel like it, she is an inspirational character, her moral values and the way that she held herself. Someone who's so respectable. I feel like she's a role model to women. Yes. And I feel like if anyone, if there's
0: anyone who is thinking about reading Jane Eyre, I too would recommend um, <laughs> five, yeah. five fingers. If, yeah. Uh, five, five stars. <laughs> I'm like five fingers, five stars. <laughs> um, I too would recommend reading it. And even if you, even if you get, even if you feel like the language is hard or, you know, tedious, I think it's worth going through it.
1: Yeah. And I did the audiobook for some of it. I read the book some... I had the book. I had the audio book. I kind of went back and forth. Um, the book, sometimes I wanted to reread the yeah. conversation. With the audiobook, it's kind of to stop it and replay it. It was just easier to be able to, like, look at the words and read it. So for me, I kind of, like... Sometimes I just wanted to, like, really absorb it. Yes. Um, but if it is difficult to read the audio book was really well done she definitely gave such a nice feel to the character i would was...
0: agree oh i would agree actually i would say if you if you find i'm glad you said that if you find dif- if you find it difficult to read it then definitely get the audiobook. um i wish i remember did we read the same the same lady we whoever did. did whoever did um whoever did the audiobook for the one i read she did a really nice job and it did make it come alive. And sometimes having someone read it, kind of, um, they read it a little bit better than how it, you would read it for the first time, you know. But it is nice to have the book, like you said, to go back and capture. It's very
1: last. Does it say who read it? Because I'm on it right now and I don't see it. Um, Let me see. I'm going to mine. Mm. Uh. It just says Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. I don't see. see. Uh, did it. you
0: read it from Scrib? Was yeah from Scrib? They had so many different um, versions for them. It was narrated by Elizabeth Klett. K L E T T. Okay. Um, so that version, she did a really nice job. And that's how. And seeing if I was reading the book on my own, I wouldn't know that Saint John's is really point is really pronounced. Sinjin.
1: I know. <laughs> I was like, who is Sinjin? That's so confusing. <laughs> his name was weird too. And I was like, I couldn't even remember what it was. It was easier to say St. John. <laughs> I know,
0: but I kind of like Sinjin because it's, yeah. you know, it's, you know, sounds fancier. him. It fitted him anyway. <laughs> it did. Oh, you know, we were saying about, uh, I was thinking, um, if you think about his view of life, and and Helen's view of life, you know, were very different. Like he, his view was a very, but I think we talked about that last time. Like you know, as far as life and, and a, a, a life of leading leading a life to God and service was yeah, totally
1: what that looks like. And his complete like. deprival and yes, just removing all joy. Like basically sucking the joy out of life to feel like you're in submission to God. Right. Like it's works. Like I think he was more work based. Helen's life was pretty depressing and she lived in the complete joy of knowing that it was to end in heaven. Like she was just all about the joy of the Lord and she made the best of her situation because of it.
0: And she found joy in things like she enjoyed reading. She, you know, she enjoyed friendship for friendship. You know, it wasn't like, okay, we're going to be friends because this is, you know, like however, Sinjin would look at it. Like, you know, he's very pragmatic, but I think, I think there's so much in us that, that God gives us that, 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 uh, desire for relationship, real love, real love relationships uh, I think that's a gift from God. So to reduce it to just, you know, um, this is the right thing to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, I um, think
1: it was almost like the Pharisees, how everything was laws and regulations to yes. look It was about appearance. And I don't feel like that is biblical. Yeah, I, I feel like there's so much heart also in all of it. And there yeah. should be a love. And how are we spreading a light if we're very... Depressed and miserable, walking the life of Christianity. What does that say to others when I was you're walking thinking that. around with that chip on your shoulder of like, this is my duty for God? And I, I feel know like no one's gonna want to join that livelihood. No, I
0: was thinking. I was like, I wonder what kind of missionary he would be. Like, would he? Would I be? Like, well, he doesn't he give up.
1: So. <laughs> He'd be very determined. You will be saved. You will be saved. I will not take no for an answer. If it's the last thing
0: I do. We are
1: baptizing
0: you all. So I did think that. I was like, I don't know if I would. I wonder what people would think of him as a missionary. But he can Listen, he carried it out to the end, but he missed out on the joy of just life and love and
1: and Jane never had a bad opinion of him no matter what I thought. She always held him in a pretty high opinion. And she used him to tease Mr. Rochester, which she I thought sure was hilarious for herself. She he deserved I, I, it. I had a he, marriage
0: proposal. He, he did, did that to that. her.
1: He did that to her with that other woman.
0: That's very so true. So I was
1: like it's payback. It's payback. I love that too. <laughs> And she was like, and he's handsome, too. And then he's like, oh, he must be soft-brained. And I was like, oh, I like that term. I'm going to start calling people soft-brained. And she's like, oh, now he's very intelligent.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it. That's why I said it's so hard. Um, I wish the book that we chose... Uh, It's hard. Actually, I would say it's hard to follow follow up another book with Jane Eyre. So I will just say it's we going back to our rating. If you haven't read Jane Eyre, you must read Jane Eyre. Definitely get an audio version, Um, you know, especially if you if you struggle with it, though. It's not it's not that hard, but
1: I don't know. I just I thought it was. it was, it was
0: good to have the audio version. I
1: did both. Like I said, it was a nice balance for me. I was able to do both, um, when I wanted to sit and absorb it and other times where it just wasn't doable to be able to actually sit and physically read a book. I was able to, you know, listen to it. So yeah, I liked, I liked the option of both.
0: (laughs) Me too. Me too. So now that we finished Jane Eyre, we've moved on and started our second book. Yes, so we're doing Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers, which I do like. Francine, Francine, Francine actually used to be um, a like a Harlequin. Uh, am I saying it right? A Harlequin writer, like you know oh, okay. those those little trashy love novels. But you know she. Um, she became a Christian and actually she fought to get all of those books removed. Like the books that she used to oh, write,
1: Really? like wow. you will not
0: find, um, any of those books being sold anymore. Like, I, I don't know if she brought the rights to it or she was able to win, um, not having, not having those books.
1: I actually honestly. didn't know her backstory. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. very interesting. Yes. Yeah, so. so I wonder if she kind of, this character, she kind of sees herself in that a little bit, but mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. That Cause I think a different perspective.
0: Yeah. Cause she actually, I think this was her first, I don't know if it was her it was I think this was her first Christian book. Okay. And it was so well received and you know, she went on to write much, much more. I always look forward to, uh, to reading her books. I will say though, that again, um, it's hard any book that follows Jane. So I had to kind of like switch my brain around to say, this is definitely
1: an easier read. Definitely easier to digest. Um, But uh, so we originally had talked last week and said, Hey, let's read, you know, the first three chapters and discuss it. But I read the first three chapters and the character was not in a good place. I could not leave her there. I felt it my duty to get her out of that situation, (laughs) and I had to keep reading. (laughs) That's my confession. I did not Um, just do the first three chapters. I was like, she can't stay here. We got to keep going. Well, this is why we're friends because I too went. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) So don't feel bad. (laughs) But. I tried I, to stop but I was like I cannot know like I needed to know I needed to know where this was going I needed to see the light at the end of the tunnel Yeah. it was very depressing the first few very chapters.
0: depressing and oh my goodness I was like goodness. why am
1: I reading this this is very sad <laughs> and,
0: I, and I was thinking Shannon's probably thinking why did Janice recommend this book <laughs> oh my goodness and I was thinking why did I recommend this book
1: <laughs> I'm glad you did because I think if I had started reading it on my own I would have been like oh no <laughs> <laughs> so it pushed me to push through and keep going.
0: Yes. How would you end? I, I ended at chapter nine. How far okay, did you get? Okay, I think get? about
1: chapter seven. So I did better Okay, okay.
0: So we're close. So yeah. let's talk about that beginning of the story because it was like, uh. a, it, that, was,
1: that was a hard,
0: hard one. Um, I couldn't catch, Shanna, do you remember how old she was? Did they say how old she was? When she was uh, sold uh, yes, or when the when the scene starts, which I guess yeah. it was around.
1: I think so it was a few years before then. I don't yeah. know that it said her age, but she was young enough to not realize her situation. yes, so, so her maybe her, mother, like, her mother's a like mistress. five
0: like five maybe maybe okay uh-huh. her mother's
1: a mistress. So this man and she conceives this child that the man does not want, right? And the daughter keeps asking about, like, oh my father, I want to see my father. So finally she gives in thinking maybe once he sees what a beautiful child she is, we can be a family, right? Yep. But he has a family, he has kids, he has a wife, he doesn't want a family. And he he has no desire. Yes. And he's so mean about it. Oh my goodness. And unfortunately, even though she's sent out, she overhears that nobody wants her. Basically, yes. And she just ends up getting thrown from one bad situation to the next. And oh my goodness, her mother is a disaster. And
0: and Cleo, like Cleo, didn't help either. um the no. patru- like Cleo was the um the maid or something. The maid, yes. Yeah. I remember
1: the mom she took, took her to her. go see the. The ocean, which she never saw. No, she she never even get to see. She was stuck in a hotel room the whole time. Cleo had
0: her own man problems, you know?
1: And she dragged the poor child into it. And, like, it was a disaster, that poor kid.
0: Immediately as I was reading it, I was thinking that she is so opposite Jane. You know, like, she's willing to compromise... You know, her integrity, both of both women actually compromised their integrity for this for love. Yeah. But in the end, you know, neither one got what they wanted. No, they
1: were miserable and they were like, all men are the same. And so this poor child, Sarah, just thinks like, oh, what hope do I have? And it gets worse because she tries to keep her hope. I feel like she tries to stay hopeful. She makes the best of the situation, even though her mother cries all the time and is miserable yes but then her mother dies and this very stupid man <laughs> oh my goodness i think who really he left was... her with yeah she like was he, d- he wasn't
0: him. right though in his mind no right? like i think no. he was he there's something been right wrong with mind. him yeah but like, the mother like to... is like
1: oh take care of my child like, i he know not take care of myself
0: oh my goodness uh. and and the fact that she the mother you know uh turned to prostitution to you know make to money. keep the to make money for the for her and her daughter, and then when the guy whose name I can't think of right now when he wasn't like they were living with him, but then he he was taking care of them for a little bit.
1: Yes, um, he was a thief. He, yes. Oh, he so, was a thief. Yeah, he was stealing. That's how he was making his living. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. And then he got then he when when he wasn't working, then now he would go tr- get drunk and then. If there was, then there was no money coming in and then yeah. she would have to prostitute herself.
1: Yeah. You know? And the thing is, she knew it was wrong and she believed in God, which was interesting. And she had such guilt over it, which is why I think she was so miserable. She knew what she was doing was wrong, but just saw no way out. I don't
0: know. I felt like she, I don't know. I, I was trying to read that. Um, yeah. Cause she did know, she did know what she was doing. Um, and
1: she ended she, up, she's so sick and she knew she was going to die, but she wanted to, like, she was just, this is my way out. I don't want to live this life anymore. Like, it was just so sad.
0: You know what I thought was interesting was, you know, the portrayal of her parents. Because remember, they, she tried to take yes. them to the parents and they, and they rejected her. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 it goes to what we were talking about earlier, you know, that lack of forgiveness. You know, when do you forgive? When do you not forgive?
1: Right. And um, I think if her parents had accepted her back in yeah. and shown her true love and forgiveness, yeah, I think she could have turned her life around. I think she yes. could have been a better person. Yes. But she felt I like so I was too far, far fallen from grace. Like, there's no coming back. There's no forgiveness. Well, that was
0: her parents' perspective. I think like... Well, I think a- she
1: channeled that. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of why she gave up on life. Like, if they can't forgive me, how could God? You know. Yes,
0: yes, and it's like you know, uh, you get the sense that they were so pious that they couldn't even offer forgiveness. To and their you know daughter. what's
1: sad is, I feel like her mother wanted to. Her mother yes, wanted to accept that. her in, yep. and she was the happy child. To see them. Yep. But she couldn't because nope. of her husband. The
0: husband said no. And he'd even come to the door. You know, yep. like he wasn't even willing to come and see his daughter. Yeah, You know, and, you know, that is that is a very I, I, I think even today, I think that that type of action happens even today. Oh, I, I think agree. sometimes Christians don't know how to deal with people in their life that are not living, the, that are not walking the Christian walk,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And I, I, I think that one was that showed something that still goes on now i mean this was supposed to be this is in the 1800 time period but right. it, it shows that bigger question of yeah it took place people.
1: during the gold rush yes yeah which is funny because we were going over that in uh, american history this year with the boys so i was like oh, okay like i remember not i didn't know all that was going on but yeah um yeah it yeah. was just uh, a lot of it sounded familiar
0: so we, we have the story where he where now she, after the mom dies, the boyfriend now takes her to someone, a man who wants to adopt a little girl.
1: Yeah, you and know, of course not, he doesn't think anything suspicious about that. No, and even, even but
0: you know what was said is that he had a chance, Shanna, to walk away. Because remember the lady, Sally? Yeah. She was like, take that girl and leave if you know what's good for you, take. So he was warned, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I think he I think he didn't want to deal with having a he child. He didn't
1: and he knew caring. he was gonna make money on her. Yes. And so I So think in his head he was just like, I'm This is the easy way. This out. is Yes.
0: Like he kind of reconciled it in his head, like, no, this is a little girl, you know, who's going to be adopted. And mm-hmm. so we we see how Angel comes out. Is born. Know? Yep. Yep. So then it's uh, uh cause I was looking at the I was I remember when we were when we were talking about going over the chapters, and we we're like, oh, let's do like nine. I think we said we'd do we're gonna do like seven or nine chapters, and it was like, cause it was like twenty minutes for one, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But then I had saw the first one when it was like an hour and seventeen minutes, and I was like, no, that must be a typo. But no, that was not remember the first because the, yeah. they were telling Cinderella yep. story, yep. that was like a whole hour to tell. Yeah, and story. I was like, <laughs> oh, so
1: we'll probably need some time. Cause I had to finish up Jane and then start it. Yeah. Somehow I still was like, had plenty of time to keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so here we meet, here we meet, um, Angel. Cause now it's, now she's what, about eighteen, nineteen? Yeah. Like, I think she's about there. She's around, um, she's around 18. She's now, she left Duke cause that was his name. The, um,
1: her adoptive man, father
0: her a quote unquote adoptive father who yeah. raped her. Right. Yeah. And sold her into prostitution. Yeah. And now she's, um, now she's, you know, she's leaving to go to California. It's like she left him mm-hmm. um, or uh, she got away from him. I don't think she freely left, but now she's, you know, she's she left on this with ship. another
1: man who yep. promised to marry her. And, and, and then he ended out. up doing the same thing as Duke yes, selling, using selling her.
0: her. Yeah. Um,
1: and then she so ended she- up on a ship to California. That went south real fast.
0: Oh my goodness! From the other women, <laughs> yeah, the other prostitutes
1: beat her up and stole yes. her money, yes. and then she ends up, up working for the Duchess, which is funny because very we ironic, have a Duke and Duchess, <laughs> no right? No
0: duchess, yes.
1: So yes. who has a brothel where yes. the gold miners live?
0: And it's like women. Remember at this point, women um, prostitution is very. Um, big business because, you know, this women are scarce. Yeah. Women are scarce during Mm -hmm. this time. Right. And so, um, now she ends up with the Duchess and she's in another bad situation, but it's, it's, it, you know, you're thinking like, Oh my goodness, where's this going? Right. We, then we meet Michael Hosea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, He sees her and he just falls in love with her. Like, he thinks she's so beautiful. Like, she's the most beautiful woman. And the guy
1: he's working with is just like, oh, that's everybody's reaction to Angel. Yes, to Angel. (laughs) And then he realizes, like, oh, that's her line of work. Like, he didn't realize when he first saw her because she was just out for a walk
0: who she was.
1: Yes. And then he finds out he has to, like, pay to spend time with her. Uh, That's the only way he can meet her.
0: And I think like they, in the story, they made it seem like, you know, um, like he was talking, like God was talking to him and saying, you know, you must marry her.
1: Yeah. So after he sees her, I think he kind of was like, oh, that's not an option. You know, she's a prostitute. Um, but God says, nope, that's the one for you. Yep.
0: (laughs) And He's like, are you sure? Yep. (laughs) And she is like, so at this point in her life, like she's heard it all. Yeah. You know? And so when Michael comes to her and he wants to just talk, she's like, oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. I mean, at this point, she has been hurt too deeply. She has an idea yes. of men that just cannot be changed. Nothing. Because nothing has ever proven that wrong. Yes. And so, so why would this guy be any different?
0: Yes. Yes. And he's like trying and he's like... um, he does get her talking is because yep. she's so annoyed with him that she just eventually starts just talking to him. <laughs> but you know, uh he she still turns him away, you know. Yeah. And then um I think I don't know where you where I don't remember what happens in chapter seven, so I don't know if we should go any further.
1: So she ends up so I got to the part where he marries her because Oh good, she's okay, yes. in such a desperate situation. Yes. Um, that she ends up marrying him because yes. she realizes I can't, I'm not going to live much longer if I stay here.
0: Well, after she got beat, she, I mean, at that point she really wanted to die. Remember like with McGowan, um, she, she went to go collect her money. Cause she was just like, I'm just, I, you know, it was, I, I didn't, did you see the deal she made? I guess uh, it was like, uh, the Duchess would take 80% and she would only get 20%. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not good negotiation. But, <laughs> but, I but guess she was like, no your way.
1: clothes are expensive, your food is expensive, so she was paying all those expenses. So I and guess she f-
0: went off on her when she was like, you know, you're she's here eating eggs. Like eggs is not there wasn't like yeah. you know very um, easy to get eggs and cheese. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're eating eggs and cheese and you can't give me my money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's like, Oh, I've invested it, which we all know just means she spent it all, but uh,
0: on her food yep. uh, and then, and, and Angel let her know that, but, um, she used to protect her from McGowan, who was the bodyguard. And I think she had just had enough. So she decided to, you know, let this, I'm just going to, Save some nasty things to McGowan so he could just take my life. Yeah,
1: know? well, because she had thought about taking her life so many times because of her misery, but couldn't go through with it. Yes. So she thought, oh, this is an easy way out. Easy
0: way, yes, yes. But God had other plans for her because she actually survived. And Michael actually was able to rescue her. That was the only way he was going to get her. Yep. Um, And so we see, you know, she puts that story there. So
1: And now, so I'm up to the part where he... Sh- she is living with him in his home and but you notice how he made her marry him yep
0: he was like we're not we're, we're gonna do know, this the gonna right come way. With me. yep we're gonna you're gonna marry me and so and she did. still
1: has this distrust of like, He's going to do the wrong thing, but now he's justified it because it looks good. He's married yeah. me. We're living yes. here, but it's the same thing. He paid for me. He owns me. Yeah. She doesn't she feel the that. difference between like how is that any different? him and anyone else.
0: Yep. Who was paid to be with her. So, you know what I think is so funny when well, she keeps calling him Mr. And he hates
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mr. Uh, whatever you like, Mr. <laughs>
0: it's like, I just rescued you, married you. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he keeps calling her Mara. I know. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he explains Mara, right? Yeah. From
0: um, The Naomi. story of Ruth. Yeah. Ruth and Naomi. So yeah. um, I love that. And she was like, I remember when he got really angry with her before they got married and he called her angel and he never called her angel. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it's been, so that's where we are right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to see, but we can see why she is the way she is, because again, like you said, she's heard, she's heard it all before. And she plays in her mind what Cleo said to her, you know, like you can't trust any man, you know, what does she say? And she uses the word, the God honest truth, you know? So she kind of remembers that, like, that's, that was, that... That was her idea of God, you know, like. And that's the other
1: thing is that Michael Hosea tells her, I married you because God told me. And yeah, her association with God is that. Yes. And her mother who went to a priest and who prayed the rosary and God never did anything for her mother. So. Nope she doesn't have a lot of faith in God or in God either. Yeah. No, so him no. saying that really just turns her off altogether. Oh my
0: goodness. Uh, but I love that. Um, uh, she, he, he's been patient now that they're married and they're there, you know? Um, yeah. He's given her Remember, I don't know if you got to that part where he's like giving her space and she's like, why are you leaving me all alone? It's like, it's yeah. so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm leaving you alone with your thoughts. And then he's like, like
1: when you're, when you're well, you can start doing chores. And Tours, she was like, I don't know how to chores. do
0: <laughs> yep. But she was willing like, to learn, you know, but in, in the back of her head, we get to hear her thoughts. Where yeah. She's like, why I'm she's just, actually
1: learning it. She's like, yes. when well, I run away from him, I'll have exactly. some skills. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I guess we will see what happens to Angel next yes. time and uh see what this story about redeeming love is but
1: did you read so what did you read in hosea i only read the first chapter me too me Okay. Too. i
0: actually started a devotion with it so it's like a 14 day oh, devotion maybe
1: i should do I, that oh, that's yeah, a good it's like idea
0: on, on the u on the u app U version um, yeah the u version app and it's the only one that's like a 14 day um 14 okay. day
1: one so. i'll have to check that one out cuz yeah i was just reading it Um, where God calls Hosea to marry this woman. Yes. He doesn't call her a prostitute. What does he call her? A whore. Does he call her a whore? Oh, does he? Maybe. Maybe he does.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) I was like, maybe it wasn't so mean, but yeah, okay. It was. It it was. Yeah.
0: Well, here's, this is my notes that I have. Um, I think this is the only day I took notes because there's only one page of notes. Um, <laughs> I said in verse in, in Hosea 1, verse 7, God says, "Oh, He will have mercy on the house of Judah and will save them by the Lord their God. And he also says he will not save them by bow or by sword or by war or by horses or horsemen. Uh, I think I wrote that down because it made me think of when Jesus came you know why some of the pharisees rejected him you know they're thinking oh he's just a regular man like mm-hmm. he comes from J- he comes from joseph the carpenter mm-hmm. you know like this can't be our messiah that right. comes to save the world you know supposed to be a rich you know uh, like this uh a fighter on a horse you know with all these chariots and you know yeah. So I, I, I wrote that down because it, it, it shows here he's like, he's not going to come by bow or by sword. I mean, mm-hmm. he came as a little baby, yep. born in a manger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, I, and then it said, I wrote in verse 10 Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, mm-hmm.
1: which cannot be
0: measured or numbered. And in the place where it said to them, You are not my people it shall be said to them, children of the living God. Mm-hmm. And so we know we can see, um, my little note to that was that we can see God still intends to be faithful to his covenant, even though Israel did not remain faithful to him. But I think in Hosea 1, right, it starts out where he tells Hosea to marry the prostitute. Yeah. And then he says, name the children. He's like, um, horrible names. <laughs> the poor kids. They had the worst names.
1: Not wanted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the first one, it says, That he she bore him a son, yes. But after that, it just says, and she conceived another child. So you start to wonder whose kids are these? I don't even think they're Hosea's at that point. It doesn't say it was his anymore. It was just these other two children. So it was like these illegitimate, illegitimate children on top of everything else. Oh, I I mean, Hosea does name them because I guess she presents them to him. But and she was his wife. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the first name. one, it's like it was their child. And after that, it was just kind of like, and she conceived and bore another child. And it was like, huh, so is that even Hosea's? Because it not sound <laughs> like he was part of that.
0: <laughs> but remember, it was like the first child was was supposed to be called Jezreel. Yeah. Um, for in a little while, I'm going to punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Je- Jezreel. And I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. And on that day, I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And then she conceived again and bore a daughter. And this mm-hmm. time he says, call her name No Mercy. Now imagine if like, <laughs> in, no mercy. <laughs> um, <laughs> For I will have, I will, no, I will no more have mercy on the house of Israel to forgive them at all. But I will have mercy on the house of Judah. So obviously this is when the, the two empires, mm-hmm. the two kingdoms, where they separated into two kingdoms. Right. And he said, I will save them by the Lord their God. And we know that Jesus comes from Um, that family line and then when she's when she weaned no mercy um she conceived and bore a son and the lord said call his name not my people Mm -hmm. i was like wow for you are not my people and i am not your god i thought that was like the saddest verse in there to hear that like to hear god say you're not my people i'm not your god it's like oh my goodness and then um but what was but what was beautiful i don't know if you saw the beauty in that because while it this is why i wrote it down cuz it says you are not my people it shall be said of them children of the living God, though, because it's like, so you can see that God changes his, like, yep. not changes, but
1: he keeps his he, promise. He restores. He constantly yes. forgives and restores. Restores,
0: yes. Which is, once
1: again, you know, all the prophets, is kind of because I just finished Isaiah, and it's the same thing, you know? It's like, you go through those cycles of, like, you're not my people, and then they beg for forgiveness, and he forgives, yes. and he restores the relationship, and they are his people. <laughs>
0: And you, it's, it's like the greatest love story. I mean, that's the greatest, yes. you know, second, I'm first to Jane Eyre, yeah. <laughs> but God's, uh, God's love for us is that's, that's the ultimate love story. But
1: poor Hosea, yeah. who was called to mimic the relationship of Israel oh my and God is just talking like, about
0: being obedient Yes, um, to that. And yeah. But I, that, that was what I, um, I, I read the others too, but I obviously didn't have my notebook cause I have no other notes. <laughs> <laughs> I did read that. Did you get a chance to, or are you going to read too? Are you going to do it too? Now uh, that you're finished with Isaiah.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I read the first chapter in Hosea, but that's okay. as far as I got, but now I want to look up and see if I can find something to go through it with.
0: Yeah. It was, it's called the prophetic wisdom of Hosea. And it's on the um, that was the other one was like three days. and I'm like, no, I don't want to read Hosea in three days. Yeah, I want to take it and, you know, kind of absorb, you know, go through. I like to digest, read and digest. Yeah,
1: I was trying to decide how far I should read in Hosea while reading this, because I feel like this book is going to take a little bit more time. So I don't want to rush through Hosea. So I just read the first chapter and stopped there.
0: I think, I think we can read, um, we can read it in the 14 cause it follows Hosea, but not to a T, right. you know, uh, I think it's more based off of the, the concept of him, um, marrying, uh, um, you know, being obedient and marrying this, this prostitute, but we also going to see the redemption story in there. Exactly. You know? So, um, I think I, that's why I, I think, I think the 14 days was fine but I am um, excited. I, I feel like now that I've watched a bad version of Jane Eyre, um, <laughs> I can maybe give my attention to this book <laughs> without feeling critique, without critiquing it. Like yeah. it doesn't live up to Jane Eyre. So um, I don't, you know, it's been a while since I've read this, so I don't actually remember all that happened. So I feel like I'm reading it again for the first time. So I'm Reading it along with you, Shanna.
1: It's definitely, it's kept my attention. I will give it that. I was yeah. kind of like, I like I said, I was going to read the first two chapters and I was like, oh no, we got to keep going. We, we gotta can't go. end on this note. Like <laughs> I can't be stuck in this. I need to have, you know, there's hope. Keep reading. Hope. Yes.
0: <laughs> so if anyone is listening that wants to read it too, join us. We are reading Redeeming Love by... Francine Rivers, actually a bestseller, uh, won a Rita award, the Rita Awards. I don't remember what Rita stands for, but it's a Christian award. And it won like um, many,
1: uh, many
0: awards for this book. So, But yeah, and don't give up. If
1: you're feeling discouraged in the first few chapters... Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I was, <laughs> it gets better. I was feeling like maybe this isn't the book for me, but I kept going and I'm like, okay.
0: Right. <laughs> and I like that it's not very graphic. Like, you know, she leaves it to your imagination yes. To You no. know, like if it was graphic, I don't think I could, I could. It was know,
1: very um, clean, very well yeah. done. I wasn't, yeah. there wasn't anything that really was shocking. It's just so sad. And, it was sad because she was a little girl. And My it, goodness. It just made me think like how realistic that could be. So I think that's my problem is that I put like, wow, this could really have happened. And it's so that that's what's the part that I'm like, that's hard.
0: (laughs) Actually, and and you say could I say this happens all the time with child trafficking, you know, sex sex trafficking. And, you know,
1: so it shows right now it's on the rise. I think it's kind of been in our faces more than usual. So then reading this book, I'm like, wow, this is like real life stuff.
0: Yes. Um, But, but like you said, is she, it doesn't, she does, it's, it, she doesn't go into the details because I think, you know, so if, if you're concerned about reading it, um, that it does, it does, not it leaves it to your, you, you know what happened. They didn't, she doesn't, she doesn't describe what happens, but we know what happened. So we'll see what happens. We're going to be, keep, where, what are we doing? Like seven to nine chapters? Yeah, somewhere around there. All right. (laughs) We'll see. We'll come back next week and either one of us can be like, I went a little bit I know. I know. But I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. So. Nope. But if I do go further, I'll text you so. Okay. We'll know. Okay. But not for you to feel bad, but no. just in case, you know, I in need to I, in case I no in case I stopped. Too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know I was like I'm going to have to make a confession. Listen, don't finish podcast. the book, okay? Yeah. Let's la- let's not finish the book. That's but actually bit- why I started reading the Elizabeth Elliot book because I was like, okay, you need to pace yourself. Let's stop. <laughs>
0: Me too. I have got um Crime and Punishment. So uh, that's you know, good. And, I've, and ten other books. So. I know. Me too. <laughs> it's, a, it's never just the one book. So, so we hope that you will join us. Thank you for joining us today and listening with us. I hope you got a chance to laugh. I hope you I hope you got encouraged by some of the things that we've read in the Bible and and that it will it will prompt you to take out your bible today and see just some of the beautiful stories and just the things that we can learn even from Isaiah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> things you, that we can learn from there. What stood out to me would not stand out to maybe others, but what stands out to them might I might not see. So I think that's the interesting thing about reading the bible with others because yeah. we're all in different seasons and in different places and our perspectives are so different and I think that's been something that's been the most fun for me reading it in a group was just the diversity and how our perspectives are different I totally are with you on that so we're encouraging
0: you today find a friend to read uh, the Bible with if you want to read it with us we are finishing up numbers soon and we will be moving on to Deuteronomy Oh boy. <laughs> I want to definitely get a commentary for that. Yeah. <laughs> but don't be discouraged. Read the word, you know, get a commentary to read it in a friend. Um, and you too can find that, that joy in reading. And if you're so inclined, read it, start reading Redeeming Love. But definitely, you've got. Five two five thumbs. Why do I keep saying thumbs? Stars, five stars. <laughs> Who has five thumbs? Is there a five thumb award? I have no idea where I got that from. But you have two five star reviews for Jane Eyre. So if you haven't read that, definitely read that. Um, and if you have kids that are in middle school, is that middle school level or is that maybe high school? Maybe
1: high school. Yeah. High school.
0: So if you have any high schoolers, that's. That will be reading Jane Eyre. Read it along with them. I it's think it's really a good book, for
1: especially for young women. Like, what yes. a role model! Jane is a role model,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And you can have some great conversations, definitely. You know, I actually think it's reading. extremely
1: appropriate for a yeah, teen girl, for high school. yeah, yeah. to be able to have that conversation and a teen boy.
0: I mean, can we recommend it for the teen boy? I mean,
1: if if they're into classic reads, I guess I'm just thinking (laughs) of my teen boy. If I was trying to read that to him, he'd be like, what what is this?
0: (laughs) What are you doing here? Learn from the different (laughs) men in the story and we can see which characters we like and which things we don't want to model and which things we should model. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe
1: that's the perspective. Hey, I but actually we, made Joan and Reed Anna Green Gables with me, and he did like it. So who knows? See? Maybe I'm not giving him enough credit.
0: Exactly. And actually, you know what? A classic is a classic, yep. whether you're a boy or a girl. <laughs> so, yes, totally. It's If you have a high schooler, definitely with a girl. But
1: Yeah, know, actually, you're, maybe you're I should tall. have him read it and be like, this is the kind of wife you are looking for. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, not for nothing. Yes, you can see the character of...
0: You know, they, it's good question. Like, what do you think of her character? Yeah. Of her, of her character, of Mr. Rochester's character, of Sinjin's character? I think it's a great conversation, boy or girl. So yeah, and the characters we're are it for so well-developed
1: that, yeah, I really, it yeah. can just spark so much conversation.
0: Absolutely. So we are totally putting that on the <laughs> reading schedule, but we encourage you, too, to put it on your reading schedule. And, again, if you are busy, Shannon and I know about being busy but if you are busy then definitely get the audiobook cuz that's going to be you know get your audiobook and a bluetooth speaker and so when you take your shower you bring mm-hmm. the bluetooth speaker in the shower and then you just spend like a half an hour reading the book you yeah. might or when, you're cooking, go, or or
1: when you're cooking or washing the dishes or folding
0: some clothes cutting hair <laughs> driving in the car Yeah, (laughs) maybe, if the kids aren't there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Then you can, you can, we encourage you to do it too, especially if this is a season that you feel like you can do the reading.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really thought that I wasn't sure if I was in a season where I could read and having audiobooks has changed that for me so I definitely I'm, I'm definitely one to vote for that if it's just if you feel like reading isn't a possibility audiobooks has been a (laughs) lifesaver
0: oh my goodness I would agree and even if you're even if you aren't um I I love audiobooks period you know I, I like to read but a lot of my books are just audiobooks you know it's just so it's so much easier to get reading done Two votes for that. Yep. (laughs) So, thank you for joining us, and we hope that we will, you will come by next time as we finish our discussion. Because you never know
1: Uh, what we're going to say. You sure don't. (laughs) We never know what we're going to say. We don't either. (laughs) All right. Bye now. Good night.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Can you do us a favor? If you like this podcast, please write a good review for us on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast player. Your review or like helps others to find and listen to our podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.